Hi friends and welcome to another episode of the Oakham Church Podcast. We're in this series where we're working our way through the Gospel of John and looking at what it actually means to say that Jesus is Messiah. What it meant for John to make that claim at the beginning. What it meant for his early followers and early believers to to make that proclamation. And for us today, what it means for us to call Jesus our Messiah. Um, We're still in John chapter 1. We're working our way very slowly, uh, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I'm going to read the prologue uh, one more time uh, for this episode. John chapter 1, starting in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Today I want us to um, do another little word study, just like we did in the first episode where we looked at the word word and just like we did uh, in the last episode as well uh, I want us to now look at two words that get thrown around quite a lot during this prologue poem that John uses to open his gospel. The first of those words is light. In the Hebrew Bible light is often used metaphorically, I hope I've used that correctly, um, to talk about or to represent God's presence and God's guidance and God's wisdom. You'll see that throughout the Hebrew Bible, this idea of light and the use of the word and the images and all of the things that surround that idea of light being used to talk about God's presence, God's guidance and God's wisdom. Now light in the Hebrew is the word or and it can be used for both the literal physical light 
and as well this metaphorical kind of describing things like illumination and understanding and again divine guidance. Now the same is true of the Greek word which is what John would actually be using even though he'd be riffing off the Hebrew understanding and all the Hebrew Bible's kind of ideas around light he would actually be using the Greek word and the same can be said about the Greek word. The Greek word for light is phos and it speaks again of physical light as well as uh, things like understanding and truth. We still use these ideas and concepts and images today when we say things like um, let's shed some light on the situation. It's getting that, that similar sort of idea. With that said, I want to read an example from the Hebrew Bible from the Psalms. Both our examples of our two word studies today will come from the Psalms. The first one is from Psalm 119. Uh, a good old, good old-fashioned, long-winded psalm here. It's got hundreds of verses, uh, but in Psalm 119, verse 105, it says these very famous, well-known words: "Your word is a lamp for my feet, and a light on my path, or a light to my path." Now, using the One of my favourite things, the doctrine of first mention. Light is, of course, first mentioned on the very first page of our Bibles. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, God says, Let there be light. As this opening grand creation statement, one of the first words of God recorded in our scriptures was used to create light. If we fast forward right through into the New Testament, Jesus himself is referred to as the light of the world in John chapter 8 verse 12. As we're reminded of every time we sing uh, that well-known Tim Hughes song, this is riffing off the fact that Jesus as the word or the Torah or the Logos, like we've already seen in this podcast, is this spiritual illumination and is this idea of revelation and salvation. This image and this idea is taken even a step further when Jesus himself then, who is described as the light of the world, will then go on to say that in fact we are the light of the world. A city on a hill, which if you're anywhere near Oakham Church, Um, We hold those words and those statements very significantly to us and again remind ourselves about these truths every time we sing our song City on a Hill. So what was said of Christ, Christ then says of his followers, Christ then says of you and me today, the light of the world. And then even later in the New Testament, in 1 John 1.5, it says that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Just emphasising God's purity and God's holiness. So light encapsulates all sorts of things and, and light is both this divine revelation or this righteousness and it's the act of dispelling darkness, whether that's literally or metaphorically, 
And it's both of those things at the same time. As we just heard in the opening prologue poem in John's Gospel, he links this theme of light to another word and another theme and another thing that's connected to that. So along with light, we get life. Now, the Hebrew word for the word life is shayim, and it's used to describe both the physical life, but also these broader concepts of things like vitality and existence and even spiritual life. Now, again, if we fast forward into the the Greek as well, the, the word for life in Greek is zoe. And it, as well, is used to describe physical life and it's used to describe spiritual life, eternal life, this very core or essence of being. And it's usually connected in the, old, in the New Testament to this idea of a full life, a meaningful existence. And again, there's this profound connection that that didn't just start here at the beginning of John's gospel, didn't just start here with these opening words of this gospel. In the Hebrew Bible, there's this repeated connection between light and God's life-giving power. Again, an example from the Psalms, Psalm 36, verse 9 says this, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Here the psalmist is making the same connection and and stating that life is sustained and illuminated by God's presence. For you is the fountain of life and the connection to that life because is in your light we see light. As we heard right at the start of the podcast in John chapter 1, particularly in verse 4, that Jesus is this source of life and Jesus is this source of light. John says himself, in him was life and the life was the light of humanity. This life is the true life. It's the real life. It's the full life. It's the abundant life. It's the eternal life. And this life is only found in the light, in the revelation of Jesus. Light represents not only illumination, but also the essence of life that comes from this relationship with God. Grace and peace.